What's going on, everybody? Uh, thanks for tuning in. And this week, just on the flight recap, um, we just finished up the book 80-20 Principle um, by Richard Conk, and it was fantastic. It was one of the best ones we've read this year. Uh, some of the big takeaways from it were just how much the 80-20 Principle can be implemented throughout your life in different areas of your life, not only in business and uh, producing things, but um, with family, relationships, friends, happiness, all that. So highly recommend. It was a great one. Other things going on in flight this week, we are wrapping up Q3 this year, uh, starting to feel like fall in Florida. So that's what happens when we wrap up a quarter is uh, we have our clarity days. So um, we had our Clarity Day yesterday, the last week of the quarter, and the uh, purpose of a Clarity Day, I've talked before, is uh, really set priorities and set everyone on the same page for what priorities are in the upcoming quarter. And it was absolutely fantastic. Um, we used to do them for Yellowbird by department, and uh, this is the best one Um that I've had since in probably a year and a half since Yellowbird was really humming. It was awesome. The feedback and the input was great. Everyone was so engaged and, uh, you know, ready to start building in Q4 this year. So, so very exciting. Um, Clarity Day was, was a massive success. And, uh, you know, the main thing talked about was, you know, we're, um, starting to dig next week on two houses and we're pouring two foundations a, a week from today. So um, excited to start going vertical on a couple of houses. It's been a long time coming. Feels like it's been a long time coming, even though we really just started rolling on this and everything like in you know, mid-June or so. So it all happened pretty quick and uh, it happened quick because we have great people here. So it is just it was just a joy to be part of that Clarity Day yesterday and see the enthusiasm and energy um, around here. So things are great. Also, um, after Clarity Day, I went to a networking event, fire at Mike McKay's house, a bunch of people in the industry, flippers, builders. Um, and the general sentiment of the market now is things are slow, right? Stuff is selling for less than you would think it would sell for six months ago. Flips are sitting on the market. Uh, you know, good retail houses fully renovated are sitting on the market longer than expect, longer than expected. You know, um, stuff in the really good price points, like 250 under the median price point in Jacksonville, um, just not getting that many showings, not getting that many offers, stuff that would have flown six months ago. So, seasonal slowdown maybe but uh everyone's kind of seeing it everyone's kind of feeling it um talked with a you know kind of a mentor of mine this morning and we talked about the market a little bit and you know his comments i thought were really good it's just you know we're so used to things selling within a week when they're staged renovated and priced right that's just not reality that's not what it was five years ago right if uh some houses can take, you know, 21, 30 days to sell, even if they're priced right and it's fastball right down the middle. So I don't think it's time to panic. I think it's, uh, you know, similar to interest rates um, going from three to five to seven. Everyone's just used to having a 3% interest rate and 0% money at this point. 
So it's shocking when it ramps up to five or seven. Um, but then people kind of get used to it. There's a new normal and then life goes on. And I think that's the same, uh, housing still doesn't scare me, uh, especially if you're in that median price point, it's just resetting expectations as you're buying flips and renovating houses, more higher quality renovations and aggressive pricing. If you're going to move stuff quick and I think things will continue to move. Um, what I want to talk about this week is the, the Friday email that I sent out. It's just general thoughts on how you handle stress. So thinking about how you handle stress, right? Um, if something stressful happens, your emotions are going crazy, stuff's firing in your brain, it's very easy to, to lash out um, and react in you know, ways that you're going to look back on and be like, oh man, I wish I didn't say that. Or I wish I had kept my cool a little better. Um, there is magic in not reacting immediately when something happens. So someone sends a bitchy email and rather than calling them them up right away and giving them an earful, you wait an hour and reflect on it. Um, I found that that's the best method for me because, you know, we're all human. We all have emotions. We can all get offended when people say certain things or, um, you know, make us feel a certain way, but those feelings max out right after the event happens. Right. And if you wait an hour or two hours to respond to it, you're in a completely different mindset than you were right after it happened. So that's just, I've talked about it before, but that's just a method I use is, uh, just waiting a certain, if you're stressed out by something, just waiting a little longer and then, uh, and then reacting to it after that. Um, I told a story about, uh, you know, the book, um, the book, uh, man search for meaning by Viktor Frankl. He talks about, uh, he talks about two different types of prisoners in the concentration camps, um, during World War II. And he talks about one, t one type that was, uh, you know, some people were more out for themselves as prisoners in there. They would, you know, get real, get in real tight with the Nazi guards. They'd rat out other inmates. They'd steal food. Um, they'd beat other inmates and basically start working for the Nazis against their people in order to get special privileges, right? In order to get more food, um, to get better sleeping conditions, um, whatever. So looking out for number one, and there was another group that was, that kept their compassion, that kept their humanity and, uh, would walk around the huts at night and help, you know, help the sick, provide people with food, you know, just be a light, be a beacon of light for the other prisoners in a pretty hopeless situation. So when reading this, um, obviously, you know, us sitting in America, it's easy to be like, oh, I would be the compassionate person, right? I would never, I would fight the Nazis till the end. But in reality, you can't, you can't really judge, um, anybody that was in a concentration camp because the, the horrid, horrible, inhumane situation that was those concentration camps, we just couldn't even fathom being in that situation. So I don't say that based on judging either type of person. I just think it is a good lesson for us to look at 
And uh, as we're going through stress in life, um, minor stress compared to being in a Nazi concentration camp, right? Like stress like, you know, like losing money in business or um, somebody, somebody pissed you off or someone talks shit about you or things are going bad with your family or whatever, whatever it is. Um, I like to think of it as all, all this too shall pass, right? So bad real estate markets, losing money, everything, everything that is external of your control, it will eventually pass one day. And when you look back on yourself and how you acted during that time period, the example I always use is how you treat your team when things are not going great. Um, what kind of leader are you during that time? When you look back on it, are you going to be proud of the way you reacted during that time period? Are you going to be embarrassed of the way you reacted during that time period? So once again, I don't think there's a right or wrong, but I think having that great perspective being like this stressful situation will at some point pass. And I'm go am I going to be ashamed at the way I treated people and reacted and handled myself during it? I think that's just something interesting. So are you going to be ashamed or are you going to be proud of the person you were when the heat got cranked up, right? And the pressure was on. So as we go through these not so great real estate markets, high interest rate environments, and things get a lot more difficult than they were um, 18 months ago, let's remember who we are and let's keep in mind that this too shall pass and let's not break down who we are as people just because we're operating under stress. So, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week.